Section twenty three of New Arabian Nights by Robert Louis Stevenson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Providence and the Guitar, Chapter four. To the west of Castel de Gachi, four rows of venerable lime trees formed. In this starry night, a twilit avenue with two side aisles of pitch darkness. Here and there, stone benches were disposed between the trunks there was not a breath of wind a heavy atmosphere of perfume hung about the alleys and every leaf stood stock still upon its twig hither after vainly knocking at an inn or two the bertolinis came at length to pass the night after an amiable contention leon insisted on giving his coat to elvira and they sat down together on the first bench in silence leon made a cigarette which he smoked to an end looking up into the trees and beyond them at the constellations of which he tried vainly to recall the names the silence was broken by the church bell it rang the four quarters on a light and tinkling measure then followed a single deep stroke that died slowly away with a thrill and stillness resumed its empire one said leon four hours till daylight it is warm it is starry i have matches and tobacco do not let us exaggerate elvira the experience is positively charming i feel a glow within me i am born again this is the poetry of life think of cooper's novels my dear leon she said fiercely how can you talk of such wicked infamous nonsense to pass all night out of doors it is like a nightmare we shall die you suffer yourself to be led away he replied soothingly it is not unpleasant here only you brood come now let us repeat a scene shall we try alceste and silamene no or a passage from the two orphans come now it will occupy your mind i will play up to you as i never have played before i feel art moving in my bones hold your tongue she cried or you will drive me mad will nothing solemnize you not even this hideous situation oh hideous objected leon hideous is not the word why where would you be Detest la jeune belle he carolled well now he went on opening the guitar case here's another idea for you sing sing dit is la jeune belle it will compose your spirits elvira i am sure and without awaiting an answer he began to strum the symphony the first chords awoke a young man who was lying asleep upon a neighbouring bench hallo cried the young man who are you under which king bizonian declaimed the artist speak or die or if it was not exactly that it was something to much the same purpose from a french tragedy the young man drew near in the twilight he was a tall powerful gentlemanly fellow with a somewhat puffy face dressed in a grey tweed suit and a deerstalker hat of the same material and as he now came forward he carried a knapsack slung upon one arm are you camping out here too he asked with a strong english accent i'm not sorry for company leon explained their misadventure and the other told them that he was a cambridge undergraduate on a walking tour that he had run short of money and could no longer pay for his night's lodging had already been camping out for two nights and feared he should require to continue the same manoeuvre for at least two nights more luckily it's jolly weather he continued you hear that elvira said leon madame bertolini he went on is ridiculously affected by this trifling occurrence for my part i find it romantic and far from uncomfortable or at least he added shifting on the stone bench 
not quite so uncomfortable as might have been expected but pray be seated yes returned the undergraduate sitting down it's rather nice than otherwise when once you're used to it only it's devilishly difficult to get washed i like the fresh air and these stars and things aha said leon monsieur is an artist an artist returned the other with a blank stare not if i know it pardon me said the actor what you said this moment about the orbs of heaven oh nonsense cried the englishman a fellow may admire the stars and be anything he likes you have an artist nature however mr i beg your pardon may i without indiscretion inquire your name asked leon my name is stubbs replied the englishman i thank you returned leon mine is berthelini leon berthelini ex-artist of the theatres of montrouge belleville and montmartre humble as you see me i have created with applause more than one important role the press were unanimous in praise of my howling devil of the mountains in the piece of the same name madam whom i now present to you is herself an artist and i must not omit to state a better artist than her husband she also is a creator she created nearly twenty successful songs at one of the principal parisian music-halls but to continue i was saying you had an artist nature monsieur stubbs and you must permit me to be a judge in such a question i trust you will not falsify your instincts let me beseech you to follow the career of an artist thank you returned stubbs with a chuckle i'm going to be a banker no said leon do not say so not that a man with such a nature as yours should not derogate so far what are a few privations here and there so long as you are working for a high and noble goal the fellow's mad thought stubbs but the woman's rather pretty and he's not bad fun himself if you come to that what he said was different i thought you said you were an actor i certainly did so replied leon i am one or alas i was and so you want me to be an actor do you continued the undergraduate why man i could never so much as learn this stuff my memory's like a sieve and as for acting i've no more idea than a cat the stage is not the only course said leon be a sculptor be a dancer be a poet or a novelist follow your heart in short and do some thorough work before you die and you call all those things art inquired stubbs why certainly returned leon are they not all branches oh i don't know replied the englishman i thought an artist meant a fellow who painted the singer stared at him in some surprise it is the difference of language he said at last this tower of babel when shall we have paid for it if i could speak english you would follow me more readily between you and me i don't believe i should replied the other you seem to have thought a devil of a lot about this business for my part i admire the stars and like to have them shining it's so cheery but hang me if i had an idea it had anything to do with art it's not in my line you see i'm not intellectual i have no end of trouble to scrape through my exams i can tell you but i'm not a bad sort at bottom he added seeing his interlocutor look distressed even in the dim starshine and i rather like the play and music and guitars and things leon had a perception that the understanding was incomplete he changed the subject and so you travel on foot he continued how romantic how courageous and how are you pleased with my land how does the scenery affect you among these wild hills of ours well the fact is began stubbs he was about to say that he didn't care for scenery which was not at all true being on the contrary only an athletic undergraduate pretension but he had begun to suspect that berthelini liked a different sort of meat and substituted something else 
the fact is i think it jolly they told me it was no good up here even the guide-book said so but i don't know what they meant i think it is deuced pretty upon my word i do at this moment in the most unexpected manner elvira burst into tears my voice she cried leon if i stay here longer i shall lose my voice you shall not stay another moment cried the actor if i have to beat in a door if i have to burn the town i shall find you shelter with that he replaced the guitar and comforting her with some caresses drew her arm through his monsieur stubbs said he taking off his hat the reception i offer you is rather problematical but let me beseech you to give us the pleasure of your society you are a little embarrassed for the moment you must indeed permit me to advance what may be necessary i ask it as a favour we must not part so soon after having met so strangely oh come you know said stubbs i can't let a fellow like you and there he paused feeling somehow or other on a wrong tack i do not wish to employ menaces continued leon with a smile but if you refuse indeed i shall not take it kindly i don't quite see my way out of it thought the undergraduate and then after a pause he said aloud and ungraciously enough all right i-i'm very much obliged of course and he proceeded to follow them thinking in his heart but it's bad form all the same to force an obligation on a fellow end of section twenty three read by don w jenkins rancho san diego california shaggybark.blogspot.com